When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following podcast has been rated Listener MA. It contains strong language, violence, adult situations, nudity. Listener discretion is advised. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Unfiltered Sportscast. I am your host. My name is Scotty German, Scooter McGurman. Fuck you, Scotty. <laughs> and, uh, Let's get over that, Scott. And welcome to the, to the Unfiltered Sportscast. Uh, I'd like to introduce my co-host. I've got uh, first to my left the 1984 Kingman County T-Ball Defensive Player of the Year Award winner, Mr. Jeremy Joseph. Hello, Scotty. Hey, buddy. And then also the wreck, Mr. Derek Alders. Hey, Scott. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Every time, uh, you know, you, you know, I hate that. I, I fucking know. Hate yes, that. you shouldn't have told us. Yeah, you don't tell us the things you yes. hate. <sighs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. I'm just gonna get made fun of my entire life for that. You know mm-hmm. that, right? Yeah. yeah, I ran into a yeah, guy that for... you knew, and like since high school, and he said, "I was like, do you got any dirt on Scotty?" And he's like, "We just used to make fun of him a lot." <laughs> like, hey, yeah, well, nothing's changed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, that's... He's same guy. Yep. Same I find dude. it strange that you think it's taunting and being made fun of that we would call you by an adult's name <laughs> as opposed to the childish Scotty. I don't know, man. That's, I, I've always just been... I, I get it. That's ever saying, since that, grow the fuck up. Ever well, since that guy in the van started calling him Scotty, he just mm-hmm. stuck with it. <laughs> no, actually, uh, truth be told, the reason why um, uh, I was named Scotty and not Scott was because my middle initial is T, so it's actually Scott T. Actually, it's Scott with three T's, which is super douchey. <laughs> I, I didn't think this could be any more of a douchebag story than when you started. <laughs> but, boy, you took that in a whole new direction of douche. <laughs> had, a pretty good, had a pretty good weekend, though. Did uh, you? Yeah. We, I got to hang out with uh, Scott T and, oh. uh, and his mom. Oh, fuck. And, and his stepdad. And, and that was in my wife as well. And his wife was there. And uh, oh, where, where we were at, they're... they're we were at a bar called uh, out out here on the east side of town, and they have like all sorts of different types of pizzas, and they have one that's huge, <laughs> and it's called the Superdome, is the name of the pizza. Okay. And uh, I'd mentioned to to everybody sitting there, I said, "Wow, a Superdome sounds like the best head you could ever get." Like, <laughs> and she gave me just Superdome, and then Scotty's mom goes, "It's really good." Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Does she give a lot of Superdome? No. I, is that, I don't know I the bet deal. She does. The, bar, the bar was fairly loud, and so she didn't quite hear what Derek said. And so he just pointed up and he and she heard him say Superdome. And and right when Derek looked at me and said that, then that's when mom just kind of chimed in and was just like, Yeah, it's it's the best. It's it's awesome. And I'm and we're just kind of me and Derek just start fucking losing our shit. Yeah, sure. Let's blame that on the noise. It yeah, was. That, that's where Scotty's sister apparently gets her talent. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, back to the community jizz dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
God damn it. Uh, How was I, your weekend or your week there, Jeremy? Uh, actually, really good. Good. Uh, I have a, an announcement to make. Okay. Uh, now that I can officially make it, uh, I had debated whether or not to even bring it up on the show because I don't want to sound you know, arrogant or elitist or anything. I understand that there's a lot of people out there much less fortunate than I am. I don't take this at all for granted, but, uh, this weekend officially my wife and I were approved for membership at Costco. (laughs) Oh, great. Very elite. It's been a long time coming. Um, (laughs) I've been turned down three times. Sure. We, uh, four and a half years we went without, having that uh, according to them it was because of lack of applications oh i don't i think it's because she's asian myself yeah yeah, um, that's, yeah that's true yeah. they'll sell the shit yeah that the asians make in there but they won't don't like to let them in that's why we don't even quite, invite her to the house yeah yeah well and in their defense they are sneaky people <laughs> we all remember pearl harbor they didn't announce that shit it right. just happened yeah so um you know, that's what we got going up for us. And, yeah. and I don't want to sound better than anybody, but I'm a member now. So you fucking sit up straight when you talk to me. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, well, I don't know. I, I didn't really have a whole lot going on. I, we got to hang, I got to hang out with you. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, nothing, just watch sports all week long. Yeah. We had a lot going on too. Uh, a lot of stuff went on that we're going to go over. We went over the, I'm going to go over the NBA finals uh, we had a we had a, a boxing match that I really don't follow a whole lot of boxing, but that was pretty darn cool. I guess kind of makes a, you want to start, don't it? Mm, yeah, with yeah. you, with you specifically. Why you saying you want to throw down, motherfucker? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> that and uh, I can get you like six hundred <laughs> boxing rings at a really good price at Costco. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm not gonna do it though because you're not members, <laughs> right? I spent $400 there that I wouldn't have spent otherwise, and somehow they convinced us we're saving money. <laughs> yeah, well, you buy in bulk, I guess. No, just sh- they have shit there that they don't have other places. Oh, okay. Better things. Yeah, for, like 10-gallon drums of mayonnaise. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, it's going to go bad. <laughs> right. But I can throw it out. I can afford to. I'm a member. There you go. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's, we, got some, we got some NCAA basketball news. We've got some MLB news. Um, hey, buddy, uh, uh, Cardinals swept the Cubs. What do you think about that, man? Uh, last Fuck I looked, you. I was just watching the standings and not the score. Uh, yeah, but, you know, so. you're, you're, you're on a losing streak and we're on a winning streak. That's we're not, what no, no. Well, we won you yesterday. You won one. Eight Congratulations. One. Yeah. Wait a minute. We you mean the they Reds. have winning streaks? Yeah. How does that work? I've never <laughs> seen one. Well, you saw one team. back in 16. Well, well yes. Or sure. 15. 15. Yeah. yeah. The Royals aren't the worst team in Major League Baseball. No, they're the third worst. Right. Um, so draft picks are going to be yeah, your thing. Yeah, they're the third worst. Like, Scotty's the third worst, third best on the show. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Scotty's the third best on Y'all the show. Y'all are fucking assholes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah, that was actually the highlight of my week, my week. I got to actually go down and see Derek at work watching the Cardinals and Cubs play while he was at work, and the Cardinals won all three games. It was it great. was a rain delay the whole time you were there. Yeah, you but I came, I, came, I came home, but I sent you a text message, and it's the exact same text message that you sent me when previous this season, or previously this season, the Cubs swept the Cardinals, and you sent me a text message, and I was kind enough to at least respond I sent you the same text message, and you sent nothing back for two fucking days. I'm going to be honest with you. Talking about text messages is great radio. Yeah, <laughs> this sorry. is entertainment, entertaining <laughs> shit. All right. That's yeah, my, this is, uh, that's my No, bad. tell us more about text messages. 
No. Yeah, do you, you actually do you you pay by the text. Yeah, you pay it... by the text too, don't you, Darren? I sure do. Yeah, because yeah. that's the only way to do it. Right. But anyways, uh, yeah. So I wanted to at least start off. I I, I want to start off with the NBA Finals okay. because I'm fucking pumped. I'm excited right now. It's one to one. Not that big of a deal. I was really hoping the Raptors were going to take two at home, but they it's had one. a chance. They did have a chance, but fucking Nick Nurse needs to be taken strangled and beaten and thrown in the garbage. For yeah, I mean, who has a last name like Nurse? Yes. I mean, my mom ugh. was a nurse, and I don't care for it. Yeah. Listen, and and I still have the Warriors in six, okay? That's that's what I think is going to happen if I I'm got a betting person. Five. You got them in five, and you're looking pretty good right now until I give you some statistics. And 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 yes, I'm, I'm, I'm a diehard Wichita State fan, but... No, they're no. not in it. I know, but... There's a huge following around Wichita, and there's Facebook pages and stuff like that. The Shocker Faithful is one that I like to, to look at a lot, and we're getting a lot of love from. But uh, Fred Van Vliet has basically held Steph Curry these last two games to 10 fucking points. Van Vliet or Van Fleet? Van Vliet. Because I, I've heard the announcer call him other. Don't know how to pronounce his fucking name. <laughs> Still, he's got a logo and everything. And it's FVV, and they still call him Fred Van Fleet. It drives me nuts. He doesn't look Regardless. like Van anything. He doesn't look no. like a fleet of Vans at all. No, mm. I'm, no. I always, I always say we're a fleet of Van Vleet fans. Say that five times fast, fuckers. No, it's nobody wants to hear that. Otherwise, I would. Okay. Um, I'd yeah. rather say five times fast, fuckers. Five times fast. Yeah. Okay. That's probably a little bit easier. Mm. Whatever kills time, yeah. honestly, because we got nothing. <laughs> yeah. For this episode, fifty-one no, no. minutes to go. We got, we got plenty. No, this is actually kind of playing out the way that I thought. What? That it would. Uh, I actually was thinking Raptors would come out and win game one just mm-hmm. because they would come out pumped up and Golden State would take them a little bit lightly. Then I have Golden State winning the next three. Toronto is going to get desperate facing elimination. They're going to play real fucking hard for the next game. Two. Or, well, yeah. Right. I know what no. you meant. Sure. They're going to win Wait, three so in a row. One. Then the Raptors are going to win one on the brink of elimination, but they're going to gas themselves out. See, and, and I've got a little bit of hope. Again, I'm betting the Warriors in six. However, did you watch the end of game two at all? Did, you, did any of you guys get, actually get to see what actually happened? Which Nick Nurse, i got to give him credit for that. They started running a box and one on Steph Curry. They put Fred Van Vliet and just glued him to Steph Curry. And that's pretty much every single time that Fred Van Vliet is defending mm-hmm. Steph Curry – his forehead is in his goddamn chest. He's not letting him get anywhere, and that's why Steph is having the games that he's having. Now, granted, he's now Steph is still scoring. Game one, he scored thirty-four points. Game two, he scored. I think it was 20, 23, something like that. But game one, he also went to the free throw line. He, he was fourteen for I think fourteen for sixteen in free throw line. Second game, I'm sorry, but Danny Green can't hold him. He just can't hold him. He cannot guard Steph Curry, and a lot of people can't. But there's something about Fred that it's putting him out of rhythm. Well, Van Van Vliet's coming off the bench, and he knows he's not going to be in for real long periods of time, so he knows he can go hard, as hard as he wants, because he's going to get a breath. Not really. Not really. Not really. Foul trouble is is as bad either. He actually is. He is actually playing the third most minutes of anybody else that is on the Toronto roster. 
Yeah, as you figure it mathematically. I'm just saying the one the the thing that pisses me off though is that Nick Nurse is not putting him in at the start of the third fucking quarter. Which guess what Golden State does every fucking game? They go into halftime down by eight or ten or whatever. Come out the third quarter and fucking go on a run, and that's exactly what they did. Game two, they went on a eighteen to nothing run at the start of the third quarter. That was the that was the change of the game. That's when Curry scored most of his points. That's when Danny Green was guarding him, and there's your game right there. Period. And and I'm I'm frustrated because how do you not put your best defender on their best player, especially if they're the same position? They're both point guards. I think Golden State's got enough weapons that even if you shut down their best player. Not right now. Not not right now. Not in the first game when they were pumped up. Game two, they did. I mean, somebody's going to. They, they got somebody who's going to step up. I'm sure. they And, and they, they did. And I just. There's some level of hope if, if Toronto wins game three. Toronto if, is putting up a better fight than I ever thought they would so far. Sure. But, and in fact, at times they've looked like the better team. I've actually yeah. watched both of these parts of both of these games, and I thought that they looked like the better team. Almost like Golden State is a little too relaxed. Yeah. They've been there. I they know that it's not an elimination situation. I think they don't want to blow their fucking wad too early and gas themselves out. Well, they hit the lottery winning game, too. They really did. I mean, yeah. the fact of the matter is, too, is that how many wide-open threes did, you know, Fred missed a couple, Lowry missed a couple. Kawhi just is not having a good series at all, in my opinion. I mean, the well, only, they've they double-teaming him off of everything. It's pretty obvious Golden State has made it their game plan that they are not going to let Kawhi Leonard beat them. Right. And that's that's it. So you have that's to have... That's not a bad game plan. It's not. No. So you have to have players that step up, like Fred, which Fred, in my opinion, is doing an excellent job, but it's the players like Danny Green that's not doing a whole hell of a lot. Kyle Lowry's, you know, he's doing he's doing okay, but the wide-open threes from some of the other guys, I'm I'm kind of sour with Danny Green. You had Lowry go into foul trouble in the second, uh, in game two, and he scored eight points the entire game. It's just the the opportunities for the Raptors are there. And so I don't think it's just going to be a clean sweep from here on out. I think, I think Toronto picks one up in golden state. Hell, it may even be tomorrow. Uh, maybe Wednesday's game because if they come out and they're running that box in one that they started to do, there's a possibility, but it's the first game at, at golden state. So that's kind of where it's like, oh, well, we'll see how it did. But I tell you one thing, if Fred Van Vliet isn't on the floor at the beginning of the third quarter, then yeah, the Raptors lose. I don't think Golden State's I, losing at home. At all? I'd say they lose one. Whether it's tomorrow or whatever, whether it's Wednesday or if it's game four, they're losing one. Oh, and, and let me just state for the record, it has nothing to do with any of this going on. I don't like the boxing one. <laughs> Why? It's zone defense. It is a zone defense. And zone defense is not supposed to be allowed in the NBA. I realize they're putting – you got the one guy who's guarding man on man, so they consider yep. it man defense, right. but it's zone defense. Uh-huh. And in the NBA, you should be better than that. Well, I I agree with you, but if they're not breaking any rules, no, they're not breaking the rules. I'm not accusing anybody of cheating. I'm saying sure. I don't like the rule. Okay. Well, I'm I'm optimistic. I, again, I can't stress this enough. I'm not saying the Raptors are going to win the whole damn thing. I'm saying there's a better chance than a lot of people give them credit for. Is basically all I'm saying. There's a whole bunch of of Toronto fans in in Kansas right now because of one guy. And Drake, uh, no, 
No, that is that no, is not <laughs> the answer. No, I it, 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 it is actually it's Drake. No, first of all, Drake went into game one, the game that Toronto won, and wore a a Curry jersey. But that was Steph Curry's dad. It was his jersey. Dell, yeah. And they won. But then he comes out and wears just a Toronto Raptors that doesn't have the Curry name on it, and they lose. Well, I don't think anybody outside of the Oakland area, which is where Golden State plays now, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because uh, they were out of San Francisco and then moved across the bay. Now they're in Oakland. It could have been flip-flopped. I can't remember. But, but with the exception of the Oakland area and maybe Milwaukee, I don't think anybody – in none of the fans are rooting against Toronto. No, there's actually I mean, a map. Yeah, it, it's. I think people people don't always like dynasties, except for the hometown fans. Out of the fifty states that uh, you know polled whether or not they're rooting for the Raptors or the Warriors, there are only two states that picked the Warriors: California and Nevada. The rest, Toronto. I'm surprised Wisconsin didn't. Really. Because just because they the got beat? series, yeah. Uh, you kind of want to look better. Seemed to be a lot of sour grapes, though. Yeah. Well, Giannis just got up and walked out of a fucking press conference, so he was kind of being a little bitch. But yeah, we we talked about. I it. know. But, uh, anyways, I'm I'm excited. But the curveball that comes into play, and the reason why I say that if the Raptors do not win, game, oh, Scotty, this is basketball, not baseball. They don't throw curveballs, right? Do they get fisted? <laughs> Maybe. I bet they did. <laughs> I wonder if that's what happened to Giannis. I wonder if that's why he got up from that press conference. Yep, that's actually, that's what, actually that's, what I bet it was. you somebody tried to fist him. <laughs> yeah, it's called, the, it's called the box like... and one. <laughs> <laughs> actually, it's the one and box. <laughs> I don't even know why that's funny, but it sure as fuck is. It's the one and box. The five in the box. It was five on five. Now it's just one. It's just one <laughs> yeah. in the box. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, the only reason why I say that they need to win game three is because most likely Durant is coming back game four or game five. And that is going to be an even bigger challenge. So you need to take advantage of the games you can win or you have a better chance to win because when KD comes back, unfortunately... They're getting fisted. <laughs> Will he be rusty? Uh, maybe. There could be a couple games rusty. There could be game rest on there. But uh, if he comes back and he's not rusty... I don't think they have to necessarily double team Kawhi Leonard anymore. Oh, I and think got Durant can, can shut him down. Clay yeah. Thompson's questionable for Game Three too. Yeah, so that's that's one one less weapon. But I don't know Iguodala and you they're got so fucking Green. Deep. They're yeah, they're 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 so fucking deep that it's a challenge. Any whoever's out on the court. So like I said, you have to take advantage of the games that you know you have a better chance to win. When the fact is, with KD on the bench right now. Take advantage of I, it. I, you know, and I really haven't paid a whole lot of attention to NBA up until this final Finals, series. Yeah. Uh, so I hadn't really taken the chance to notice, but Golden State is very well coached. Sure. I mean, they're Steve. Kerr. They just seem to really be fundamentally sound, and they don't make a lot of mental mistakes. Just yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of forced mistakes. Sure. But they seem to be a pretty damn smart team. Top to bottom, sure, sure, and that's that's really a tribute, I think, to coaching. Yeah, they're prepared. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I, I think Kerr's a great coach. I think he also has an all, a, a team full of superstars as well. Croatian, but, though. Well, we could all do without that. Yeah, 
No. But, uh, yeah. Anyways, so um, I'm taking... So who do you got for... When, just for the record, what do you got going? I say I've got I've got uh, Golden State winning uh, Wednesday night, and then in Game Four I've got Toronto. I got Golden State next two, and then Toronto. Okay, came after, and you got Golden State next two. Next three. I next three. Out. Yeah, there. That's it. All right. God, I hope not. I want. Are we, I want seven. Are we going for the Linsky here? What do you mean? I'm calling this the shot caller. I don't know. Do we want to do that, Derek? No. It didn't work nah. with the microphone. Yeah, the microphones fuck with the reception for that. Fucking Litsky. Yeah. Fuck the Litsky. Yeah. I I don't know. We might. I have a I have a ongoing thing with uh with with David Rickles. The ne- the first bet that I lose, I have to get into uh, uh in spar with David Rickles. God, he he kicked the shit out of me. Like so. Are bad. you talking about the Chuck Norris wannabe? Uh. Fuck that was <laughs> came here on the show. Yeah, I was all prepared, hoping he'd call me a hockey puck, and never did. Yeah, motherfucker, <laughs> I'm still pissed. <laughs> no, but yeah, I I don't want to do that bet right now. Dave, if you're listening, Jeremy sleeps with those nunchucks every night. <laughs> yeah, right up front, and and that's. He's being nice. I fuck him. <laughs> oh, God. Or more to the point, they fuck me. Right. I'm the woman in that scenario, by the way. Ugh. And in case anybody can, I'm talking about, I put him in my ass. <laughs> one in the stink I and let it, one in the stink. St- yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get double fisted by nunchucks. <laughs> That's so fucking terrible. Oh, God. Anyways, so... Um, Kind of, kind of smaller stuff to talk about. I after we get out of the NBA, uh, let's go into the NCAA basketball. Uh, we have the NCAA, <laughs> NCAA basketball. We've got uh, a new Michigan coach, Michigan University. Yeah, Jawan Howard. Jawan Howard. What do you think about that? I know we talked a little bit about players being coaches last time, which we're going to touch on how we did as far as predicting goes. But what do you think of Jawan Howard being a coach for Michigan? Good move, bad move. Oh boy, I. It could turn out to be really good. I think he was a really smart player. He did well in the NBA. Uh, brings a lot of credibility mm-hmm. with him. Um, but for this is his first head coaching job, right? I believe so. Going back to your alma mater, where you are a fucking legend on the most legendary team mm-hmm. in school history. Bad five. You know he was number three mm-hmm. on that team maybe even number two on that team. Um, boy, that's a lot of pressure to put on yourself. Yeah. You you can really hurt your reputation. Sure can. And But, I mean, and, and it's not like Michigan's hurting for selling tickets. Right. And shit. Um, They've got a great program already. He's walking into a good, a decent situation. Yeah. If I was him, I think I would have gone smaller to a smaller school where there wasn't so much pressure, not so much pressure to succeed, and then seeing how I could do it because he really it doesn't know what he's quite getting himself into for sure. I think he has an idea, mm-hmm. but it's one of those jobs until you've done it, you can't fully know what to expect. Right? He doesn't know what his coaching style is yet. I mean, right. he thinks he knows, but he doesn't fully know. I would have, you know, maybe even junior college. You know, fucking sold out a junior college, helped them sell tickets for a couple of years. And then, you know, when whoever they appointed as the interim head coach until sure. he could step up, 
but you know this this very well could turn out to be absolute gold. He, yeah, he learned from a really good coach when he played there too. So he was an assistant coach for the Heat for the last six years. Mm-hmm. Okay, first so, head, first head coaching job. It's though. his first head coaching, right. but he he was an assistant, and you know he's going to have all the help in the world. Oh I yeah, I mean I guarantee recruiting's not going to be a problem. Recruiting's not going to be a problem, and and former head coaches, his former head coach. Uh, there are plenty of people that he's he can talk to for for help if he needs sure. it. I think he'll be fine. I just have my my holdback is I wouldn't be near as worried for him going straight to the NBA as I am him going into college. And my reasoning is this: you have one coach right now that was an excellent superstar in the pros that I think right now is doing a pretty decent job at a university, and that's Penny Hardaway. He's the he's one that he's doing great on recruiting, and he and he did decent last year with Memphis. But you also have situations like Chris Mullins going to St. John's, who was that was just a total failure. And you also have Patrick Ewan that went to Georgetown, Georgetown yeah. total failure. I think that there is a select few people that you can put in that particular situation that would be a success. And I just don't ne- I just don't necessarily know if I have the confidence in him. You well, know, first first three years. Penny Hardaway didn't play at Memphis, though, right? Yeah, he did. He did. did he? Yeah, oh, okay. he played at Memphis. I yeah. just wanted. Did he? Is this his first year coach? Was he a one and done? Penny? I think I thought this was a second or a two year. and done. I guess Penny. Back then. Penny Hardaway. No, I, I'm, is this his first year? Or second, second year. year. Second. Y- second year. He's the whole reason why we Wichita State had uh, we had uh, got a commitment and signed from uh, Alex Lomax. And he was a four-star point guard and uh, best player in, in Memphis, Tennessee. Penny mentored But then Penny, Penny was his AAU coach and you know coached him since he was a kid. And Greg Marshall, being the total class act that he was, said, you know what, I understand. If you want to go there, I'll release you. It's no big deal. And so he went and he played. And uh, there, it was, you know, that's a damn good pat on the back moment for Greg Marshall because that's the correct thing to do because for what it's worth, he could transfer the very next year and he yeah. could not want to be there and be poisoned. So, yeah. And, and that is the thing, too, when you've been around NBA players for so long. <laughs> NBA players come developed. They yes. know how. That's where I'm getting at. When, when you go to the college coaching game, these kids, I mean, they are one step away from being children. Mm-hmm. They, you've got to develop them. Shit, some of them got, still are. Yeah, yeah, they're they're eighteen year olds. They don't know a fucking thing, mm-hmm. and you've they've never played against this level of of competition. Mm-hmm. They've Most never had the these expectations on them. I mean, it's you know, there's a lot to deal with. A lot more, I think, than dealing with full grown men who already have the game down you don't need to teach the game anymore at the nba level yeah. you're more just strategizing and coming up with plays and sure keeping the guys disciplined you're you're somewhat in charge of substitutions and drawing up inbounds plays every once in a while i mean but realistically i mean the easiest job in the world is uh being lebron's coach uh after he's fired the first one yeah because then you just got to sit there and listen to what he wants to do i do have to make a correction from last episode though i was incorrect about Fred Van Vliet. If Fred Van Vliet wins the the NBA Finals this year, there is actually two Wichita State Shockers that have already won NBA championships, and that is Cliff Livingston won at 91-92 with the Bulls, and then Dave Stallworth also won it with the Knicks. I totally was wrong. I also have an embarrassing correction to make from several episodes ago. What was what? Uh, The Tacoma Stars. Yeah. That was not the fucking hockey team. That was that (laughs) ridiculous MISL team that used to play the fucking wings. (laughs) 
the Wichita Wings, the, the fucking indoor soccer league team. You got mad team. at me for that oh, one, too. because I remembered so clearly the fucking Tacoma Stars. And I, Minnesota I, North I, Stars. They were the Minnesota North Stars, and I, I could have sworn they came from Tacoma. But the No. Fuck, I just... God damn it. I, I, fucking soccer reference. I <laughs> I flogged myself at home. You foot fairy several that, times. That, that whole deal. Oh, but, I'm uh, so embarrassed. But anyways, uh, back on where I was going to go. I, I, I really uh, just, I don't know if I have the confidence in him this year. That's that's what I'm going to call, I'm going to go and say. Recruiting's not going to be a problem, but if he was an NBA coach, I'd have been much more comfortable you're going to put him in a situation where now he has to develop players, and the reason why I think Penny Hardaway is doing such a great job is because for several, several, several years now he's been coaching AAU, younger players, development stuff with those kids, and now he's being a college coach because that's – I mean, he's coaching yeah, the same did, kids. Did Howard run raised. basketball camps or anything like that? That though? I don't I'm know. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he probably did. I'm, I'm sure, but all I'm saying is he has not been – tested to my knowledge but those camps that. are like a couple of weeks at a time exactly you're, you're basically their their new dad right when, you when are you recruit them you've you've gone to their homes you've told their parents right i'm gonna watch out for them i'm gonna make sure they don't get in trouble yep because they're gonna want to go out drinking and mm-hmm. fucking and they're not doing do their fucking homework and trying to yeah. cheat on tests and they're gonna do it and if they wind up with somebody pregnant Mom and dad are coming to him going what the fuck yeah we entrusted our kid with you sure and, and plus now I haven't looked on the bench with Hardaway. Is Little Penny with him? <laughs> no, because he. I could imagine. I mean, that's that's like having an assistant with you all the fucking time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That would be great with Chris Rock's voice, right? Yes. But uh, yeah, but I, I again, I just I, we'll see what happens. I guess. Uh, but the other thing I wanted to touch on, which we didn't get a chance to touch on last episode, was uh, DeSosa. Derek? What? <laughs> yeah, that was your whole go fuck yourself. Yeah. Yeah, he's got his eligibility back. Yeah. Bullshit so. or not bullshit? Well, I don't know. I mean, it's... Did he, you hear he why missed, they appealed? He missed a whole year. They said the punishment was too harsh. Which right? is a bunch of shit. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. I God. don't feel like... I, I've you got to... I, maybe for the player, you can say it might be a little harsh, but for the school, you've got to do something. I think the at this school's got to lose a scholarship. The school needs to get something. Yeah, not Thank just you. the player. You need to you need to punish the school because they the school's the one that keeps offending. Yes, right. So if it you're, keeps on coming from the same place. Yes, that's well, the and, point. It's yeah. always third party boosters, and yeah, is where the money keeps coming from. This was actually from the an Adidas rep. I say that, it happens again, and they just well, that would be a third party. Booster. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just telling you where it came from, and it was uh, it was the amount of twenty five hundred dollars. So it's not like it was a shitload of money. No, but it was. But it was, Preston got a car. You know yeah. what I mean. And Cliff Alexander got money, or his guardian got money. Right. So and they also got busted, and like I said, that whole go fuck yourself. They got popped again, like in 06. Sure. Uh, so, or 07, something like that. So, yeah. I mean, if it keeps coming from that, I think at what point do you look at the school and go, all right, you know what? No postseason play for you for two years. Yeah, but it, they're, it just always seems like they're never going to do that with, with KU. I don't know, it's because Syracuse got it. Sure. Syracuse got the death penalty for what, two years, was it? Uh, I can't remember. I'll I don't know, but Syracuse didn't get the TV ratings and shit that KU That does. KU gets. That's the, that's KU, the thing. KU, for some reason, well, in basketball here. has this... 
No, they've got a huge national following. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're like fifth or sixth there's a, most followed national team. Yeah, there's like a fucking KU basketball bar in fucking Los Angeles, California that's packed for every KU game. Oh, God, I'd want to hang myself. <laughs> I'd want to burn that fucker down. Yeah. But, I mean, the, the, fact, uh, the, fact, that, the fact that all they got to do is appeal, and it's just like, oh, this punishment is too harsh. And then the NCAA doesn't do anything to the school. And then you have it, somebody it makes like, it sound like that's okay. Yeah, exactly. And then you got somebody with Wichita State, like Teddy Allen. Teddy Allen was a, was a transfer from West Virginia that we didn't get to play last year. We appealed, you know, I believe we appealed twice. I can't remember, but um, the whole deal was we were coming straight from West Virginia and Huggy Bear didn't like it, obviously, because Teddy's a good basketball player. Well, his his uh, he had a relative die that lived in Omaha, Nebraska, and the whole story, which I don't know if I 100% believe, is because he moved out closer to his, his support group, mm-hmm. basically what it was. And uh, Wichita State gets denied twice. And it's just like, wow, that was you know, really kind of harsh for the NCAA. But then you get some situation like this where KU repeatedly has kids that do the exact same thing. And it's just like, nah, well, you know, it's KU. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think like what you, Derek hit the nail on the head. I don't know because we do have to keep in mind that this is a kid. Yes. I don't know that you punish the kid, but the school has to be I agree. held liable at some point 100 percent agree or else and, and not just them every school that does this shit because yeah. this happens all over the place and it's horseshit right. it's why the same fucking 10 schools are in the top eight of the top 10 schools are always there mm-hmm. every fucking year it's and, too much money in, in, in the sport anymore yes yeah. i yeah. mean imagine what the ratings of the ncaa tournament would be if you didn't have duke north carolina kansas kentucky if you didn't have those four or five teams in there because they were all suspended because of shit like this. Yeah. Can you, Matt, nobody, I mean, I would watch, but there's a lot of people that, I mean, like you just said, if KU has that big of a following, you think they're going to give a shit about the tournament? All of a sudden you've got, no, say, 200,000 or 2 million people that aren't going to watch fucking games because... Yeah. That's your yeah. fucking cash cow. That's and the deal. I wonder that a little bit with Juwan Howard. Is the NCAA going to be up his ass immediately with a microscope because, you know, they got caught when he played of accepting cash and gifts from, I mean, the players directly. The the players basically said, yeah, fuck the rules. We don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, they were talking about, I think it was uh, Weber talks about walking down the street. They could barely afford cheeseburgers from McDonald's walking by some sporting goods store, seeing their fucking jersey with their number on it. Didn't have their name on it, but had their number on it. Mm-hmm. Selling for 100 bucks, Right. And they were just, they couldn't keep them in the fucking store. Right. Meanwhile, they ain't getting shit out of that. Yeah. The university's getting all that money. Right. And I don't know. And Weber probably could have gone direct to the NBA. Probably. Yeah. If Well, but we would have but, missed the, the too many timeout deal. Yes, and he was, that was uh, great. He was number one pick overall that year, mm-hmm. and then Hardaway was number two, and then they flipped, they flipped Weber for Hardaway hmm. in that draft. I'll be damned. Was Hard- what about Grant Hill? Uh, or was he the year before? He was. He was with Jason yeah, Kidd. Yeah, he was okay. a kid. Same draft. They were co rookies of the year. And he went to the Pistons, didn't he? Hill was Pistons, and uh, Kid was Mavericks. God, I still remember those ugly fucking Pistons yeah, jerseys. The, the Warriors. The Warriors actually drafted, or not Warriors. Let's see. Warriors ended up with Weber. They drafted. Uh, I think they was it. They drafted Hardaway. I don't know. And then uh, I flipped them to the Magic for Weber. Oh, okay. 
I just remember the Detroit Pistons' gross, ugly, fucking green ass jerseys. Well, it wasn't the the whole time he was there. It was a bl- the straight dark blue with or, or with the red, and then they switched. Wall Hill was still playing for him. Those, those were fucking hideous. They were fucking god awful. <laughs> and Jamal Mashburn was he that year? I think he was that same year with. I don't know. Because he was, was on the Kentucky team that Leitner hit the fucking buzzer beater. Yeah, the Magic drafted Weber. Because the 92, they drafted Shaq at one overall. Uh-huh. And then in 93, they had the number one pick again. They had like a real low chance of getting it. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe like the Pelicans kind of. Yeah. And uh, Golden State wanted Weber. And they the Magic drafted Weber, but they wanted Hardaway. But they knew that they would draft Hardaway. Yeah. So they flipped Weber for Hardaway, plus picks, and I believe, as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Oh, I did have one other thing NBA related to go over. They, uh, there's articles starting to come about, about, uh, Anthony Davis considering New Orleans Pelicans, um, getting the first pick staying. No, what they're shopping him now. Oh, really? They are listening to team, uh, deals right now. Hmm. So there is a good possibility that Anthony Davis gone. Don't know necessarily where. But you kind of have to think of a couple of players that may be jumping ship to try to make super teams. What I think, can you imagine if, if they were able to maybe flip them to Memphis? Mm. And then you have Zion Williamson as the number one pick, and then they get the number two pick and take John Morant, that would both be on the same it. team. I'd, I would be a New that Orleans be, Pelicans fan. That would be sick. Uh, I would be pumped for that. But what I'm thinking, what I'm, what I'm kind of trying to figure out what may or may not happen, I don't think Kevin Durant stays in Golden State. And I don't think Anthony Davis stays in New Orleans. Uh, there's a couple of other players that they could probably somehow swindle a deal and end up in fucking New York. And that may very well be a possibility. And the other thing is Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard right now is looking like he may bail out of Toronto. Yeah. And I was talking to a good friend of mine and I, I was just like, where do you think these guys are going to end up? And he's like, you know what? All three of those guys, except for, um, except for Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis talks about his legacy. The other two guys really just don't give a shit. They just want to, it just depends on where they live. Yeah. And so New York would be perfect for KD and Kawhi Leonard the same damn way. Maybe he goes to New York. Kawhi I don't know. Wanted, Kawhi originally wanted to go to L.A. Well, and that... And, and he see, could be a Clipper, too. He could be a Clipper. He could yeah. end up being a fucking Laker with LeBron. And... <laughs> ugh, fuck. That suck. But that's a possibility, too. So I, I did see that, that now New Orleans is shopping Anthony Davis the unibrow. I think that they would be very smart to, to get a, a solid outside shooter. Because Williamson... Uh, New Orleans. New oh, Orleans. New Orleans. Okay. Because I, I, you know, with Williamson down there, they're going to have to double team him. Somebody's going to be open on the outside. Yeah. And if they can find somebody, Williamson might lead the league in assists. It's a possibility. Yeah. I mean, if you can pop it inside and then he pops it right back out once they wide shift down. Open. And, yeah. I mean, if you got somebody who's clutch from the outside all they, day long. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. He could be the world's best decoy. Who knows? Sure. But uh, so yeah, that's the uh, that's the interesting stuff that I got for the NBA and basketball. So moving on, you got anything Major League Baseball related over there, Derek? Uh, yeah, Ben Zobrist. What about him? Uh, he's actually they're saying now he may miss the entire season. Oh, he's getting a divorce. Oh, damn. 
So I guess they changed the the he... IL to the DL, so they could or the DL to the IL, so the DL could be the divorce list instead oh, of the disabled shit. list. Is my guess. Oh. I, I get missing a couple games, yeah, but the whole season. Now I I've heard, and I don't know if this is the case, that part of the reason that he's not that he's missing the, possibly the whole year is because his uh, he wants custody. Okay, and if he's gone all the time, it might affect. His ability to parent, obviously, you can't take your kids on the road to sure. every game and everything. What are you like going to convince a judge that you won't be gone every day next year? Yeah, exactly. I mean, well, you're it's, a the last, baseball player. it's the last year of his contract, Still, so he could retire down, next year. I don't think so. But the one good thing about it is that it, it does free up some salary for the cash-strapped Cubs, apparently. Okay. So I was going to say, doing that, they don't have to honor his contract. No. Though. So it could free up like seven or nine million in salary. So they could end up going for a guy like Kimbrel because now. <laughs> the market for Kimbrel and Keuchel should heat up because now there's no longer draft pick compensation uh, attached to each either one of those guys now that it's after the draft because the MLB draft was yesterday. Mm-hmm. so Or it started yesterday. So now it used to be, it would have been if they would have signed him before the draft since uh, their teams, their respective teams made them an, an, a qualifying offer mm-hmm. that they would lose, uh, anybody that signed them would lose a, a pick, a compensatory pick. Huh, okay. So now there's no draft pick attached to the guys, so I would expect both of those guys to sign soon. And if Chicago needs anything, it's pen help. So they may end up with Kimbrel. I think hmm. you can look at the Cubs, you can look at the Braves, and you can look at the Phillies. I think one of those three teams are going to end up with him, but how he doesn't end up in Chicago especially with 7 or 9 million dollars freed up like that yeah. would be yeah. it would be a fucking it would amaze me if he didn't end up in Chicago plus huh. they can add even more onto that if they won yeah yeah i mean that's what they had to do the year they won the world series when they had to go get chapman they needed a closer they had no closer mm-hmm. and that's the only arm Madden trusted out of the pen at the end of the season right. kimbrel was shaky last year and i do think he's on the down slope of his career i think he's on the downside i mean he's it, it, it' a little rocky watching him in the playoffs last year. I mean, it, it, it he's got a weird fucking stance. It looks like a, a vulture getting ready to fucking yeah. yeah. That's one of my favorite videos though. Whenever I, I think it was Boston was playing, they were isn't definitely an away game, and he was looking in and he was doing his little you know, yeah. thing that he does. Yeah, it looks and, like he's getting ready to like karate kick Johnny yeah. from <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And everybody that was behind home plate in the stands yeah. was doing it back at him. <laughs> it was fucking great. I was like, good for you, fans. Well, they That's say what it's do right, no can defense. Yeah. Which uh, is not true, by the way. Uh, <laughs> having done some taekwondo, I can tell you that is called a jumping front kick, and it's one of the first things they will teach you, and it's one of the least effective <laughs> kicks against that- any other martial artist. Uh, all you're doing is just holding your hands fucked up while you're standing and getting ready to do it. <laughs> I've got bad news. You should probably not do that against Rickles. Yeah. Yeah, you'd probably get a, a straight straight right to the jaw. I, I think so. Yeah. Um, also, the other thing that happened to Major League I really League was, hope he doesn't take it easy on you either. Uh, yeah. I hope he just goes full fucking board, no headgear, no nothing. Yeah. I'm gonna, I, I hope think he, he should wear beats gloves. you into oblivion. I got to lose a bet first, fuckers. You know what I think should happen? I don't even think it we should be in the sure ring. I think we should fucking go old school in his backyard. Fuck yeah. That's what Let's we should do. Let's find his parents' we'll sell tickets. Oh, concrete is I wonder if they fucking <laughs> I wonder if they still live in that house. I don't know. Some poor Don't other, tell the cops. Some other poor kid's teeth are probably still on his garage floor. Oh. Yeah, he made a necklace out of those. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the that's part of this caveman necklace. Yeah, sure. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the other thing that happened in baseball too, uh, a couple things uh, that we were talking about a little bit earlier was yeah. uh, Walker Bueller. 
Yes. Pitcher for the Dodgers. Struck a guy out last night, and I think the guy looked at him. He struck him out looking on a nasty pitch. Yeah. And he looked at him, and I don't know if he said something or what, but Bueller turns and looks at him, and he says, don't look at me. Sit the fuck down. You can read his <laughs> lips. The announcer actually read his lips and kind of bleeped out. He he cut it. He self-bleeped him himself, well, but yeah. He filtered himself. Yeah. Yeah. You don't filter pieces ESPN. Of, pieces Jesus fucking crime. Yeah, we pay oh. for that. That's like a premium network. Who cares about the kids? I know. Yeah. And all of our listeners are probably 12 to 16 anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they know what's going on. That happened. We also had in baseball the guy uh, for Houston. Uh, he's, yeah. Yeah. He's in the minor league club for Houston, one of their top a, prospects. Yeah. Like the number three prospect on the team. He's fucking raking right now. He's already at like 20 home runs. Uh, he's w- intentional walked in five of his last seven plate appearances. He's been intentionally walked. So uh, his last one of his last trips up to the plate, he just said, fuck it, didn't even grab the bat and just trotted his ass down to first base because he knew he was going to get walked. Right. Didn't the umpire kind of like try to stop him a little bit? I think he kind of sent him because yep, they were yeah. like, yeah, no, it's, yeah. No, it's okay. Go ahead. Because uh, Lord knows what Houston needs is another power hitter. Yeah. The, God damn. The biggest. They already play in a fucking tiny little stadium anyway with fucking 300 foot power alleys. It's, yeah. I hate that. And they've got like those three balconies or something like that that come out to it. But if it hits the wall, it's gone, isn't it? Well, if it hits over a certain over a certain height, point on the yeah. wall, but okay. the walls out there come to a straight point and straight away center Left. field. So oh, it's okay. it's like four twenty out to straight center field, but the four twenty friendly right, right. are nothing. <laughs> four twenty friendly. That's right. Uh, the the big thing too, I think it was in Houston actually was was the foul ball what that foul? Almora smacked that hit the kid. Oh yeah, Almora hit that foul that ball happened. and fell terrible he did and i felt and i'm being a cardinal fan yes i hate the the chicago cubs but it was the cubs player wasn't it yeah it was almora that's what i thought but albert man, albert almora yeah i i felt so bad for the guy he did everything he did the right i think he actually thing. i think he ended up in tears when he, he was oh, yeah. he was that, definitely crying his ass off any any time that a batter that a ball that they hit hits anybody whether it's a player or a fan uh, I've never seen it where they stay in the game. They always come out. It's very mentally distressing for them. Right. Uh, I think 2014, I think it was, Eric Hosmer mm-hmm. playing the Tampa Bay Rays, hit a screaming line drive, hit the pitcher right in the fucking side of the head, right in the temple, mm-hmm. hit him so hard that the ball came back to the catcher and the catcher had plenty of time to throw him out at first. Jesus Christ. And I immediately text my brother because we were both watching i th- said i think hosmer just killed a guy because <laughs> and i mean hosmer was one of the reasons he got thrown out so easily was because he was like he looking was probably back staring and forth. down yeah well yeah. wasn't staring but like what are we gonna do here yeah I, somebody get somebody he's, yeah he's trying to text my brother saying i just killed a guy <laughs> yeah and he doesn't have his phone because <laughs> and and honestly it would not have surprised i mean the guy wound up i mean he went to the hospital and was in there for a couple of weeks with yeah. concussion shit but it wouldn't have surprised me if it would have killed him because oh. i mean it came back it's well over like like 120 mile an hour yeah it's velocity. happened before it's not it's it, not something that's never happened so now the big the big discussion I is seen is, anybody lately that's been killed by it, but the last time I last you time, can really fuck somebody up. Well, the last time I saw I I knew that it happened was uh, back whenever I was playing. Maybe it was just after I got outside of, of uh, college ball, and it actually happened during a high school game, and it was a comebacker just like that from an aluminum bat, which is mm-hmm. you know these are high school kids, but it's 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 going way faster off of an aluminum bat, and uh, it hit him right in the right in the head and killed him. Really? Wow! Yeah. Wow! Yep. And that's uh you know, 
I know that people say that those nets down there for the fans obstruct the view. Not that much. No, you can get uh, over it. Yeah. Um, a few years ago, a couple of years ago for Boston, uh, somebody had the bat fly out of their hands mm -hmm. and hit a kid in the stadium, which, you know, the, the story went up on social media. That's what got the, the nets extended, extended out yeah. around past the first base. I, I think every stadium does that now. Yeah, they're all that. Um, yeah. But what was – I don't know what was uh, better that they did that or reading the fucking trolls when people posted the story on Facebook. Just people just being assholes. <laughs> what a horrible mother taking their child to a baseball game. <laughs> I was one of those guys. Yeah. I mean, just just saying shit to be saying it. I mean, they're not – they weren't even trying to act like it was a serious comment. Just <laughs> what kind of a parent takes their kid to a dangerous place like a baseball game? Here, here's my thing, though, like such far as the netting goes. And, and we may disagree a little bit on here because uh, I, I do like that baseball is pretty much the only sport where you can go to the game and leave with a souvenir without spending any extra money. Yep. I think it's and now granted some foul balls are more dangerous than others. I mean the mm -hmm. the pop flies and, and whatnot, those are a little bit easier than those screamers and they they are they're they're scary. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But at some point at what point too do you realize it, as a parent buying those tickets? Yes. that hey, maybe I shouldn't sit this like right down here. I know I like to sit here, but my kid could get fucking smacked. Sure. And it's probably not a good idea. Now, how do you combat that? I don't know. Maybe put, uh, as you're clicking the ticket, because everything's digital anymore, as you're yeah. buying the tickets online, before you buy it, maybe you have a window prompt saying, hey, dangerous area for foul balls. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. I, I know they want to extend the netting, but if they <sighs> extend the netting, it's going to take away what I really want to see happen more than anything ever at a Major League Baseball park. And that is when, like, a couple of girls stand up with their back to the field and start taking selfies, and then one of them gets smacked in the back of the yes. head with one of those fucking screamers. We'd, we'd all love to see that. I want to see that more than anything else in the world. <laughs> I, I, like, when they're taking a picture of their hot dog and then just a ball just right in the fucking eye. Like, that's what I want. Yes. I'm, I know I'm a cold-hearted son of a bitch. But I cannot stand that. I, it drives me nuts too. Oh my god! Yeah, the if game that's what I you're gonna to... do, why do you have those tickets, you cunt? Not only that, it's always the stupid fucking girls that are in front of us. Yes, it yeah. did it happen to me in Texas. I had the fucking happened to me. And it, was you. A, it was a family bigger and better in Texas. Well, we yeah, all know and that. Granted, it was a family, but it was the fucking mom making their kids stand up in that screaming foul ball section mm -hmm. right there. I yeah. was like ten rows up or eight rows. I don't even know if I was that far up. And the mom is like, hey, all right. And their backs are all turned. And she's making them all pose for pictures. Here, pose for one with your giant-ass chicken finger. Oh, no, no. Hang on. Make this face. Now do one of these. And I'm just hoping a foul ball just... Like, yeah. yeah, smacked her. Yeah. And I didn't care who it hit. I didn't care. <laughs> Bus going to yeah, came if, through if and ran over all of them. If you're not a fan of what's going on on the field, why do you have front row tickets? Yes. That, that is such horse shit that they would give those to fans. There should sure. be a test for that. Yes. Um, <laughs> but you got to fill out a fucking you know, questionnaire before you can buy these tickets, yeah. please. Royals announcer uh, Ryan Lefevre, he's their play-by-play -play guy for TV and sometimes does radio too, but uh, that's not important. He was talking about one game that, that uh, it was a national televised game, so the local crew had the day off, and so he went and watched the game from down in the dugout suite. And they didn't have nets up at that time. And there were guys in there who just were not paying any attention. And a fucking screaming foul ball hit 
the wall right in between their heads. <laughs> and why do you have dugout suite tickets and you're not watching the game, you fuck? Yes. Yes. We, we've looked it. into the prices of those. It is ridiculously it was, expensive. It was $7,000 for a premium game for the Royals dugout suite. Yeah. That was uh, last year. It was seven thousand. It's however many people you can fit in there, right? Fifteen to twenty. Fifteen. Okay. Yeah. How yeah. many you can that, fit in there? Yeah. Probably pretty me much. and you fifteen. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know Especially the, me in this shirt. But the biggest thing is is that's that for a, a it, game. It's not like you don't got a break in between innings to take your fucking selfie. Yeah. You yeah. know, why do you have to do it during during the fucking during the game? Yeah. There, there's somebody up at the plate. And I want to watch the game, and you're being inconsiderate little fucks and blocking it from from me. I'm here to yeah. watch a game. You you're, got a right-handed hitter, and you're sitting down the first baseline. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah he's late on one fastball. Yeah, and good good night. Good night. Yeah, yeah, that's the death zone. The death zone is directly over directly over the dugouts down the line. So for for the kids, I would say, uh, like I understand. Like I said, I understand the argument. But uh, I think that some of that falls, I, and I'm probably going to get chastised for it. But some of it falls on the parents for because that is I don't think you, you know should. that you know that's a dangerous right. area. You do, and, and I you know should anyway. Yeah, right. But, but there are uh, stupid fucking people that have kids. There's plenty of great seats to sit. There's the loge area. I, I know in Kaufman that's a great mm-hmm. spot to sit. You can sit back underneath the overhang. That way your kid's not out there baking in the fucking sun mm-hmm. when it's 110 degrees out in the middle of July. Yeah, there's plenty of other seats to sit. And I just I don't know I I mean as a parent if as I'm not a parent and that's probably why I'm fucking yeah you know a little more cold hearted but yeah, I'm with you I would think you would want to protect your kid at, at all costs and so and right. anymore I mean fuck they make kids wear helmets on bicycles for fuck's sakes yeah, right if I ever had a kid I'd shove them down with <laughs> for wearing <laughs> for that wearing fucking that helmet. helmet yeah now and and that is you know I know it can look silly or childish or whatever but I would recommend anybody if you've ever got seats in that lower level. Down the first or third baseline, take your fucking glove. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. take a helmet. That's what we were taught as kids, though, was to take your fucking yeah, glove for yeah. there, that there goddamn may be a reason. Fly ball coming your way, mm-hmm. and I, and I don't. There's no place in the in the stadium that the ball can't get to on a foul ball. It, yeah, I mean, major leaguers can foul it to anywhere. They've landed in the press box. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. but and I don't really mean to be super cynical about this, but did the kid die? No. Okay, she's she just fine. made. She's she's now friends with a cub, a, a fucking Chicago Cub baseball player for life. Fuck, getting, I'd take that. She's getting season she's tickets for that fucking guy up ever. For life. Exactly. I'm yeah. gonna blame that girl for fucking more up. <laughs> yeah, watch his batting average drop. Yep. But yeah, he's gonna get gonna the yips and that that uh, that retard's <laughs> gonna be in the very front row with a helmet from here on out. I guarantee it. <laughs> Well, anyway, and I think you can legally call her a retard because she probably is by now. She took <laughs> a fucking line <laughs> drive to the exactly head. That's exactly why. That's exactly why. Their skulls are still soft at yeah. that age. Yeah, I know. They they got a little bit more sure. more you know bounce bounce, bounce back. And, yeah, bounce back. And they weren't that smart to begin with. Yeah, speaking of bouncing shit, I don't off, know. Maybe if oh. you catch the foul ball, do you just throw the kid back? Like <laughs> instead of like throw the <laughs> run back. It's like yeah, fuck it. I don't want the kid. Oh, you know, I, and I bet you she did. I bet you she got that ball. It was signed. She oh, now yeah. has all kinds of sh- cool shit. To, I mean. Yeah, her wheelchair is probably autographed by the whole team now. <laughs> gotta be, you got to be careful with that shit. Who was it? The, oh, the guy we're going that going uh, to hell. You know that, right? The guy that I take a team sign wheelchair to go to hell. You bet. Who was it? Was it Derek Jeter's three thousand hit or his five hundred? No, he didn't have five hundred home runs. I don't. It was some fucking very milestone ball that a fan had that Jeter. I mean, the the Yankees organization gave him. Uh, luxury box tickets for the rest of the season, right? And all kinds of signed merchandise See? and all that shit. Well, 
that shit has cash value and got fucking taxed on all of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Way oh. more than he can afford. The Bonds guy that caught Bonds as 800th home run. Yeah. Same thing. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yeah. And then he ended up donating to the... He said he was going to donate to the Hall of Fame, but he wanted an asterisk branded a- a- on it. Asterisk yep. branded on it, and it is now in Cooperstown. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Has the asterisk. You got Did he donate right, it, or is it just on loan? Uh, no, I, think, I think with the asterisk, I think that's his. I think that's museums now. Museums, I is believe. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. But oh well, yeah, they'll tax. As well, the, it should be. They'll tax the shit. They tax. I've I've heard they tax the gold medals. If you win a gold medal in the Olympics, well, the ball back itself get, was free, and until you sell it, but once you're given merchandise as gifts, then the gift has gift tax has has uh, cash value to it, um, because the ball itself, until it gets verified and everything, is still just a ball, and you weren't given it. You were lucky enough to catch it which mm-hmm. that's the rule in a baseball field if you catch the foul ball at church or that was the, or whatever that was a big fight over pujols is just this year was it a 600th home run i, I think or who, something who the guy a, caught it who gives a shit or a 3000th rbi it was a 3000th rbi i think is what it was and the guy it. caught it and uh didn't want to he was a tiger fan he just so happened to end up going to the game they weren't going to go it's supposed to rain and then they were like eh fuck it we'll go and they went and they showed up and like 15 minutes after they showed up, Pujols hits that one in the seats and then the fan didn't want to give it back. And the, he said that the stadium pressured the shit out of him to give it. And he said, no, I'm, I'm no. And so the night he went home that day and then the next day they offered him, I think, uh, a, an autograph ball was a second offer. The first one was like a real low ball offer. The second was an autograph ball. And then the third one was a chance to meet Pujols and get an, a jersey <laughs> and a ball. And he was like, eh. I, I just, I'm, I'm keeping it. I want to keep it. And the next day, I think, and Pujols even said, let him keep it. I don't care anymore. Just let him keep it. And then the next day, I think he said, oh, I want to do the right. Oh, he can have it. Like, but he was like, just give me a minute to fucking process it. Sure. And the MLB was like, we're not going to authenticate it. We can't authenticate it. We're not going to do that. We're not going to, it's not going to be worth anything. And at that point he was like, fine, don't authenticate the fucking thing. I know what it is. Like, yeah. Yeah. They've got authenticators on stationed site. all around stadiums that'll come down and when big moments are getting ready yeah. to happen. Yeah. Well, and they sell those things too. I mean, you can go yes. into any stadium and go get a game used ball and it'll tell you from what pitch or what yep. inning, what batter, who threw the pitch. Was it a hit, a foul ball? Yeah. Did it just, cause, cause I always used to think, cause every time the ball would like a pitch would hit the dirt, mm-hmm. they would fucking toss it over to the dugout. And I'm like, God damn, they got to go through a million dollars worth of balls a game. No, oh, they're selling shit. that shit at the fucking gift shop. They're they're taking that two dollar ball and they're selling it for fifty dollars at the fucking yeah, yeah at the I, gift I shop. They're a hundred at Wrigley. That's well, because that's fucking Wrigley. It is mm-hmm. and and you know stadium prices they're always reasonable on shit. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Well, for what it's worth, I mean. You Chicago Cubs fans are dumb enough to pay that much for a ball. You can buy the same goddamn ball in St. Louis for like thirty five bucks. That's because it's well, fucking worthless in St. Louis, <laughs> and that would be why. And see, here's here's no. the thing: is uh, we just won't in the, in the fifties, I believe it was the owner of the Washington Senators. Okay, uh, you got that team who, name right. Washington who was, Senators. Yeah, yes. who owns them now? What is it? Is it OPEC? Oh. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I, I believe that version of them became the uh, Montreal Expos. No, the oh no, Texas Rangers. One Ooh. became the Rangers. One became the Twins. Sorry, yeah, I'm mixing them up. Montreal Expos I, came to Washington. The Washington Nationals. Nationals. Yeah, yeah, my bad. But the this this incarnation of the Washington Senators, I believe, went on to become 
the Texas Rangers. I think it's the Rangers. Uh, and then the second incarnation of the Washington Senators became the Minnesota Twins. Anyways, the owner of that team was particularly picky and stingy and was pissed off that they were going through balls so fast mm-hmm. that they were, you know, any little scuff on there. that, And that he is the reason, posed the rule, and he is the reason why they were only allowed to have 18 inches of pine tar on the oh. bats was because he thought they were dirty and up balls too fast. Twins. Sorry. The first incarnation became the twins? 1901, 1960, okay. and now they're the twins. Wow. Anyway. Sorry. But, so that motherfucker fucked with George Brett. So that's the, that's the whole reason behind the George Brett pine tar thing was to save money on baseballs. That's the dumbest fucking yeah. rule. Yeah. In the well, league. if you think about it, if you make contact, if you make contact with a ball on a part that has pine tar, it's going to deaden it's the swing. Fuck, You're, yeah, so it's it not doesn't help anywhere. anything out. No, it's it was to keep the balls cleaner longer. Oh, that's the dumbest fucking mm-hmm. rule. Get rid of well, it. Well, they did. Okay, now you can put as much pine tar on as you want. So George Brett did. He would put it all the fucking way up the net. <laughs> Good for him, because that's, oh, they, it they is. that's nailed, a stupid uh, fucking rule. They nailed Molina for pine tar on his helmet a year or two ago, though. For what? For putting too much on there? Uh-huh. He had it on his helmet, and then it was sticking to his jersey, and it, he was putting it, it was ended up on the ball. I think it was Yachty Molina. Oh, yeah, that was Yachty Molina, because yeah. uh, it, it, he got on his helmet, and then he got on his chest protector as a catcher. And it looked and like it he bounced, was. Yeah. And, he, and it bounced off the ground, and it stuck to his yeah. chest protector. Uh-huh. I can see where that does. And the pitchers, then they use it to... Get a little they fucking get a little, extra. Yeah, they get a little bit more, mm-hmm, more yeah. of a grip on it. It is sticky shit. A little bit shit. more of a break. But That's because Cardinals fucking cheat. Just ask the Astros. Fuck up. Which, thank God, God for Hawk Harrelson, because he invented batting gloves. You're just pissed because we have more World Series champions championships than you do. So Yeah, that, that's it. Yeah, championships. Okay. Scott Fuck off. Scotty G. Anyway, oh, while we're while we're on baseball, how about Eric Wedge, motherfuckers? Way to yes. call that shit. Yeah, it's, good. Yes. Good looking out, Wichita State. Thanks well, we for listening a, to the show. We, we had a one and three it. shot. Uh, one and yeah. four, four, okay. one and four shot. And we said we wanted Eric Wedge. If I they wanted could get Air him. Bud, but yeah, he he, was, he seemed like the most logical choice. Yeah, Air Bud, yeah, his yeah. signals yes, would Air, be oh, shit. Though. Jesus Christ, if he wasn't dead, <laughs> Air Bud would have been fucking amazing. Sure would have. <laughs> Thank God we're getting all those buddies movies in the spirit of. It was supposed to be his kids, I guess. Oh, okay. I don't watch that makes movies. More sense. Uh, but I yeah. just get kids to my house to watch them. So literally 24 hours after we did the episode uh, last week, Wichita State's announced that uh, Eric Wedge is going to be the new head coach for Wichita State Baseball, which is awesome because all three of us, that's who we would have taken first. That's who I, we would have all I, picked. I, I like it. I like that's it the best much. one out of the mix. Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a great hire. And uh, I don't know what's going to happen with the rest of the staff. I think Pelfrey's going to stay, right? That's what I've heard. But I don't know if the other options that they were considering would maybe come on and be the assistant coach. And I don't necessarily mean Kevin Hooper. Kevin Hooper, I believe, is actually with He's the in profession. the majors. He's in yeah. the major leagues right now, which is what he wants. Yeah, if I'm him, I stick with I where stick I'm with at. where I'm at. Yeah. And I don't know that they necessarily want to put a, a who's who of Wichita State All-Stars together. I don't Because either. then they're going to become the show rather than the fucking game. Exactly. Well, um, It'd be. I would agree with you if it wasn't somebody who's a brilliant mind. Which uh, right? You'll now, agree with me anyway. Nah. Um, right. Shut up. Shut up. Uh, but I like. I like the idea of going after Mark Stanford. I love that idea. I know you don't know a whole lot about him, but he yeah. was literally one of the best hitters at Wichita State of all time. 
and he and he is an excellent coach. And he, I mean, he did. He coached me. And uh, he's a terrible coach. No, Look, he, boy, you're doing real yeah, well for fucker, yourself, I was, Scott. I was five foot seven, and I was first team All State. No six. Fuck off. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I happen to know somebody who was a 1984 Cayman County T ball Defensive mm-hmm. Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. Yeah. Participation so. trophy or. No, he just listed what the fuck it was. Yeah, I know, but I mean, did it look like all the other you? awards? No, oh, no, I okay. I didn't just to participate. I dominated. Oh my god, you should have seen Whatever. him flash the oh, leather. Jesus it was fucking Christ, incredible! That was like a fucking gazelle out there. All right, challenge. All right, challenge. Okay, if we can go get my seven-year-old self. <laughs> Okay. To come fuck you up because he could. Yeah. He was a bad motherfucker. He was. And he fought dirty. Well, okay. So, Guarantee. So we just wanted to kick the shit out of the team we were playing against. Just beat the fuck out of them, not just beat them in baseball. Mm, but probably because you weren't good at baseball. No, no, we were we were excellent at baseball. Sure. Anywho, okay. So uh listen with uh listen with some boxing. We had some boxing over the weekend, did. didn't we? Yeah, my I- wife got a little mouthy and I beat the <laughs> shit out of her. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. So uh now I am nine and oh in our house. <laughs> That's fucking surprising. That, yeah, I am nine and oh. <laughs> you Granted, she will it. say one of those was a technicality because it was a shove down the stairs. <laughs> yeah. But I am nine and oh. Yeah. Right. But she couldn't continue and quite frankly, I thought she was due. I had money on her. Yeah. yeah. I think time. she's I think she's actually been disqualified all nine times for beating the shit out of him with an actual name and and animate object and so that's instant dq right there that's how Derek wins okay she's never hit me with your dildo no <laughs> not once but he did <laughs> oddly enough she did whack him with your sister's peg leg <laughs> yeah which smells like your dildo it does and splinters worse yeah oh that's terrible <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, I, that smells sorry. like an old man steam room. If anybody's trying to pe- picture it, it is an old pirate style <laughs> peg leg. Yes. Oh shit! You can always hear it coming. <laughs> she's not. She lost her sneak stage a long time ago. Oh, yeah. She's not sneaking up on anybody. God damn it. One time she got drunk and lost it. We used a <laughs> hockey stick to sub in. Yeah. She she actually put a horseshoe on the bottom of it at one point yeah. just because it had ground down and she wanted to level it out. She was like an uneven table. Oh, Jesus Christ. Y'all suck. <sighs> Anyways, boxing. Uh, Andrew Ruiz Jr. and uh, the Anthony Joshua fight. We got to see the highlights. I'm I'm not a boxing fan anymore. I'm an MMA guy. I like UFC. I love Bellator. That's that's my shit. So there was a big, huge boxing championship that I guess all of the titles, because I li- listened to the guy ramble off like the... I think Deontay Wilder has some titles, too. Oh, good in for... In the heavyweight division. Good for fucking... The point... The, here's why I hate boxing. This is why I hate boxing. Because there's a bunch of titles. Too many titles. There's too many fucking titles for the same goddamn weight class. Do you want to challenge me for my title? You want to shot the title? Scott, no, you you are the dick sucking champion forever, Derek. Ooh, good okay. one, Scotty. I'm sorry, God, I'm, I got burned. <laughs> Whatever. That was, Do you have any uh, aloe vera? No, that's that's a good fucking title to hold, and I just just don't want to challenge it at that. But anyway, um, he'd rattled off six belts 
that that guy won from the upset mm-hmm. that Andrew Ruiz Jr. won. That'd be funny if he only won one one of the belts. <laughs> and that actually does happen it sometimes does. because yeah. they don't put that they don't put certain like, belts like the up. WBO or the WBA does not acknowledge this guy as a legitimate number right. one contender, and so this they say that this is not for the title. This is not who we would have chosen for our fight. Um, <clears throat> I believe did it happen with who was it that that uh, beat Hall. After Evander Holyfield beat Buster Douglas, mm-hmm. and then I believe it was Riddick Bowe. Bowe oh, was God. champion after Holyfield, I think. Yeah, and he, the WBO, did not acknowledge him. He was not their number one contender, and they didn't feel he should have been in that fight. So while they did acknowledge that that Holyfield was no longer their champion, they did not acknowledge him as their champion. So there's a famous press conference of him taking that belt and throwing it in a trash can. That's fucking retarded. Which, yes. And, and these boxing organizations are known for being so corrupt. Yeah. How are those belts going to hold your pants up anyway? They don't. Right. You can't get belt loops that big. Yeah. But, Fuck you. But, yeah. I mean, I'd want Fuck it. you and everybody who looks want, like I'd, you. You can't at totally casual mail. Okay. Is casual that, mail, you can get really big belt, belt uh, loops. Well, <laughs> Duluth Trading Company, I bet you they got <laughs> They yep, got some real big belt loops in Duluth Trading Company. You tired of walking around with these skinny little sissy belts? Get yourself one with a fucking buckle on it the size of your head. It'll look like you want a rodeo of ass kicking. <laughs> but no, no, but yeah, okay. So anyway, anyway, uh, you have to tail the tape, Scott. Yes, I did. Let's, ha- let's hammer it you down again. Uh, anyways, Andy Ruiz Jr. six foot two, two hundred and sixty-eight pounds. Uh, let's and I see. really think they're stretching that six foot two. I would call him six foot he, at best. After after the fight, I thought they were stretching a two sixty eight. Well, I'd call him two eighty. <laughs> well, at, at least during the fight, probably. Yeah. Uh, and then Anthony Joshua six foot six, two hundred and twenty seven pounds. Uh, that guy was twenty two in O with twenty one knockouts. And uh, I believe Andrew Ruiz was actually a step in stand in fight. Yeah. So he, so whoever last minute replacement, last minute replacement to come in and fight a guy that they said was like one of the best knockout artists, you know, since Mike Tyson. But yeah, between him and and I know you said fuck him, but between him and Deontay Wilder, both those guys. I mean, yeah. I just I don't care. There's too many goddamn championships, and I'm I just can't. I'm just saying those are both fucking great knockout artists. Sure, but But this yeah this Ruiz guy, that little tub of shit running around the ring. I mean, that guy had more energy. I I would have never. I thought he'd be gassed by the end of the first. I did too. It's very clearly a situation where. Joshua had prepared for a different type of fighter altogether. Um, you know, and there there's a big difference. A lot of people, you know, they look at their physique. There's a big difference between functional muscle and show-off muscle. And sure. a lot of times, you know, the the ripped physique. Well, we saw it. Uh, what, what's that show on? It was on Spike, I think, where you could get a contract for the UFC. Oh, uh, uh, Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, yeah. U- Ultimate Fighter Championship. That uh, Forrest Griffin and Stephen Bonner. Well, like there the was best that. Fight of all time. Yeah, that's actually one of the best MMA fights I've ever seen. Right. But, um, no, I'm talking about uh, what's his name, Big Country. Oh, Big Country Nelson and and Kimbo Slice. If you're just looking oh, at the fuck. two of those fuckers, you'd think Kimbo's gonna fucking kill him. Yeah. Fucking fat fuck. But yep. clearly it. You know, Roy Nelson has the fucking technique. He's the more experienced actual fighter. Uh, you know, the the take down the ground and pound shit uh, and the the weight. 
and the functional muscle versus the show off muscle. I mean, clearly Kimbo can go in and whip some street punk's ass. Sure. We saw that on YouTube a thousand times. Right. But against guys who know what they're doing, uh, you know. And at that. And some of the, not necessarily the top ranked boxers, but especially in the heavyweight class, most heavyweight professional boxers can knock anybody out. Yeah. They have that punching power. Right. And, you know, this was a guy who. You know, Joshua clearly had the reach on him. If sure. he would have boxed him, yeah. But it's yeah. like he wanted to stand there and slug with him, and this guy has a he fucking, came to fucking brawl. Well, yeah, and and he's yeah. clearly got a chin. Sure, he and went nothing, down. And he went down. To lose. He did, and he 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 got knocked down from a fucking solid shot to the jaw, and he wasn't even dazed. No, he went he down. He got round right three. back up. He knocked the guy down two times. Two in times the same in the round. same round. He got mm-hmm. knocked down first in round three, and then in round uh, three later, he knocked out Joshua twice, or knocked down Joshua yeah. twice, and then right. knock, and then TKO'd him in seventh. And yep, in the seventh. So he knocked. He got knocked down. Joshua got knocked down for a total of four times. Yeah. in the fight. But they're gonna so. have a rematch, and I guarantee you, Joshua just Pro- the probably just floor. mops it's the floor. It's probably him, yeah. not gonna make it past the second round, and he'll get all six of his fucking titles back. Yeah, they said November, probably. December, maybe in Joshua's home, which is in the UK, which makes perfect sense because you know champions always have to go and fight away. So being sarcastic. But, well, yeah. that is the world champion. They can go anywhere. Yeah, um, but normally the champ fights on their home turf. That's normally the way it works. I don't know. Right. Rocky beat Dolph Lundgren in, in, Russia. in Russia. He beat Drago in but Russia. He was always the super underdog, though, in every fight he was in. Well, that's what Andy Ruiz is going to be. He's going to be the super underdog, even though he's the champion. Ah, good point, sir. Good point. Very well well thought. Yeah, Rocky was the champ in that fight. Yeah. yeah you're Here's right. what really pisses me off about that. You remember Polly getting all pissed off in Rocky IV mm-hmm. about there's no TV? What about the Rose Bowl game? Mm-hmm. Fight was set for December 25th. Rose Bowl's on January 1st, you fat fuck. Fuck (laughs) Fuck you and your stupid sister, Polly. She's the one fucking him up in the head. Yeah. God damn it. Polly. All right, man. That's all I got, unless you guys got anything else. I got more to say about Polly. What do you got? Uh, Nothing. Oh. I've got a show this week. Yeah. Yeah. Thursday and Friday, I'll be at the Looney Boon or Looney Boon, the Looney Boon, <laughs> Looney Boon. Yeah, no, it's right it. next to the Looney Boon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really odd named. Yeah, yeah really unoriginal. No, but I'll be at the Looney Bin uh, on Friday, Thursday and Friday, eight o'clock uh, on Thursday and eight and ten thirty on Friday. Do you know the dates? Thursday the uh, it'd be Thursday the th- somethingth, and then Friday <laughs> the otherth. Uh, it'd be Thursday the sixth. Friday the 7th Perfect. of June. Okay. And then, Jeremy, you got one. Well, I do. And can I, I give another plug for this Fuck weekend? Yeah. You bet. Uh, Derby, Kansas, is having their barbecue fest. And uh, my buddy Dave Gray and his band Paramount are going to be playing, I believe they start at 7 o'clock on Saturday night. It's the 7th, I believe. Okay. And uh, don't go to Derek's fucking show. <laughs> go. Whatever, I'm going to be all hyped up on Strike Force. You're going to want to see that. Absolutely. Fuck oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, go to see Derek because they're going to be going till 10. Um, but they are, you know, they're a great 80s cover band. Uh, if you like 80s rock music, check them out. They're fucking amazing. Hyde Park in Derby, Kansas. And then uh, the uh, 26th. June the 26th. It's on a Wednesday night, the night of too many Jeremy's. 
myself, Jeremy Rush, Jeremy Ritchie, and Jeremy Westbrook. Westbrook. Yeah, very good. Yes. Very good. Uh, very funny guy out of Oklahoma City. I've seen some of his stuff on the, on the YouTubes now. <laughs> I went on the internets and uh, and looked at some of that <laughs> Found at interwebs. Your yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he kind of looks like that guy. He's got a beard like that. Um, but uh, would love to have everybody out. It's going to be a live taping show. Uh, please come out and support local comedy and uh, be a part of a historic night. Night of too many, Jeremy. See which one we need to get rid of. <laughs> whatever. All right. And then I'm obviously voted off the island. No, oh, whatever. And then obviously we got Strike Force. How how are we going to take our Strike Force this episode? Well, I'm guessing uh, Injection Ruiz. Oh, fucking! I bet you he just ate it. I'm going to put it on a Twinkie sandwich. On a a Twinkie? Yeah. Okay, that's not creative. I want something more creative than that. Okay, well let me let me ask you this. Okay, okay. I'm going to need some fucking energy because I got to buy shit in bulk. Okay. At Costco. Okay. I mean, I'm going to be going fucking rampant in that place because that's $60 a year. Right. Remember, I mean, I'm paying it in installments, but still, <laughs> I don't want to put that money to waste. So I need to just fucking energy. What can I take? Strikeforceenergy.com. It's an excellent product. I'm going to take a website for fuck's sake. Yeah. Check it. Well, the, the product that they sell at strikeforceenergy.com, which is That's where Strike we get Force. it. It's yeah. just Strikeforce is right. the name of the shit. Right. What's it taste like, Derek? Uh, it tastes like freedom. God damn right, <laughs> right. Tastes like grape, orange, lemon, and Nick Foles. Yes. Yeah. Slash original, which is fruit punch. Word has it, my wife's going to be taking that to try and train up for our next fight. Nice. So. Nice. Yeah, you might want to start injecting it. I was going to mainline it into the big vein of my penis. There you I, go. I had heard that you were a little pissed about that. That makes it She bigger. doesn't take anything in the butt. And uh, but she's gonna be butt chugging strike force. <laughs> yeah, if you if you if you do main vein the penis, it actually that helps with you know growth. Well, I'm sure you You're would know that, Scotty. It. No, I'm, I'm sure you would know me. that. No, Scotty's been experimenting on himself and no, his dog. No, the slightly five or the five foot seven slightly overweight guy has a huge penis. Slash small penis. Jeremy, you're five foot seven. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. And slightly overweight. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm a step away out of fucking being morbidly obese. Oh god. Anyway, uh, check him out at strikeforceenergy.com. It's a great product. It's uh, it's an additive for an energy drink. You take a bottle of water, pour uh, the uh, little packet into the uh, the bottle of water, shake it up, and uh, it is uh, the equivalent of. A, uh, has an equivalent of caffeine of a regular cup of coffee. It has no sugar, no calories, and uh, it is a very good product. Um, I've I've tried it. A lot of my military friends swear by it and have for years. So check them out at StrikeForceEnergy.com. Use the promo code No More Cans and get twenty percent off your entire order. So and if you slam the whole thing, it's called a freedom chug. There you go, okay, freedom now, chug that shit. I know that we've got butt chug is out of the running for the the promo code on that. What if we get it changed to peg leg? Peg leg? <laughs> uh, maybe. Pegging, that one. Pegging leg. I think the, I think the, I think the promo code butt chug was just, it was just a little bit, a little bit uncomfortable for somebody else and not us. Yeah. I, I get why they didn't want it. Oh, and okay. that, that's just making a sure. very smart business move on their part. <laughs> um, but peg leg, there's nothing wrong with that. No, nah, not at all. Not at all. Well, that's all I got, unless you guys got anything else. I got nothing, dude. Sweet. I'm fresh out. I'm fresh out, too. Well, guys, do us a favor. Check us out at the Unfiltered Sportscast on Facebook. We're on Instagram, which is also the Unfiltered Sportscast. Twitter, we are 
at Unfiltered Crew. I got it right this time, motherfuckers. And then uh, you can leave that last aggressive. part off though. It's yeah. just unf- at Unfiltered, at unfiltered crew. crew. That's aggressive, um, Scotty. I, I know. I like it. Yeah. And then YouTube, we are Unfiltered Sportscast. That's uh, where you can find us. Do us a favor. Tell everybody you can. It means a lot to us. Um, I know it's a it's a very adult show, but um, we're getting a lot of compliments from our listeners. The Facebook page is, is kind of starting to take off a little bit more. You bring uh, your uh, Actually, if you bring your kids down to the ball game and sit around first base, just put some headphones on them, have them listen to this. Mm, there you go. Have them take yeah. selfies. Give yep. them your phone. Yeah. Play on that. <laughs> uh, but a huge, also a huge shout-out to those that are coming over from Shocker, the Shocker Faithful because uh, we did start sharing a couple of memes on uh, their Facebook group that they have. Uh, that are a whole bunch of Shocker fans that are starting to check the web page out as well, or the Facebook page out. So uh, welcome to them. This is uh, this is our show, and uh, we love doing it. So, uh, But do tell your friends, tell your family if you love us, but if you hate us, tell your enemies. And until next time, guys, take that filter off and make it dirty. We'll see you. Take care. Take care.